So the thing is that today, today people have the same requirements for outdoor furniture as they have for the indoor space. And actually, and that has been catapulted through, through COVID, right? We spent more time at home. We spent more time in nature. And uh, we are seeing the outdoor spaces bridging way more into the indoor spaces. And this is actually the idea around flexibility. We don't want to be tied down. We want to live freely and we want to move freely at home. We want to segue between in and out and be borderless and, and free, right? That's Marie-Christine Schmidt, and she's Chief Brand Officer of the Danish design company Gooby. We were speaking as we toured their installation at the iconic Banya Mysteriosa in Milan. You're listening to the WJSN Crates Tomorrow podcast, and this episode is part two in our four-part series on Milan Design Week 2023. Joining me for this four-part series on Milan is Lisa White, Director of Interiors and our Creative Director, and Gemma Roberti, our Head of Interiors. And we'll be exploring the outdoor lifestyles trend and the many examples of how brands were engaging with this consumer shift. So we've talked a lot at WGSN about the outdoor boom and and this kind of change in lifestyles since COVID and how it's really stuck. And this Milan Design Week really felt like the epitome of this, especially in just where things were hosted. Some of the locations were really beautiful, weren't they? Um, Gemma, what did you notice there about just where things were staged? Locations are becoming even more amazing. Some one of the ones that were probably more show-stopping was the one chosen by Gubi, the Danish brand. For they're back in Milan after five years, so they were looking for a bit of a wow effect, and they chose Bagni Misteriosi, which is public swimming pool dating back to the beginning of the century that has been abandoned for a long time, but it has still this incredible detailing architectural molds uh, and uh, there is that balance between abandoned feeling and uh, still uh, faded grandeur if you want and I remember when I was living in Milan going there it was an amazing place so seeing the installation from Gubi with all their amazing new pieces showcased there the swimming pool setting it was the most incredible backdrop for their outdoor collection as well. Everything just worked perfectly within the different rooms and the poolside. At this point, um, thanks for that introduction, Gemma, because I think it'd be really great to hear from Marie-Christine Schmidt, who we spoke to, who's the Chief Brand Officer at Gooby, about this kind of installation and why they did it. And we'll also hear about some of the materials and the new designs from the brand. So let's take a listen. So Bani Mesteriosi date back to 1930. And today it serves as a cultural and historic part of Milan. It is actually a theater so a functioning theater, but it's also a public pool. And when you see the pool, you'll see, okay, it's a pretty upscale public pool, but you can go here for a day and you can spend time at the pool. Right now it's closed uh, for this, uh, uh, for the time of year, but uh, yeah, here we are. This room we are in is kind of like the beginning of what we refer to as the sunroom. So this is actually talking a little bit into the idea around the transitional spaces, the spaces between indoors and outdoors where material merge. We have, uh, we're presenting a series of new beautiful Pablo Tunnel uh, lamps. Pablo Tunnel was one of the most important lighting designers of the North. He was from Helsinki, or from not from Helsinki, but from Finland. And we are fortunate enough to work with his archive. And here at Salona, we're introducing a series of uh, new lamps, which has the, the common theme of working with handcrafted bamboo shades that are stitched together by hand, 
giving you this beautiful feeling of the outdoors on some very, very rich materials that and very high-end products that you bring into the indoor space as well. And were they originally designed with bamboo? Have you kept them quite true or have you um, expanded? So the, it was made with natural materials, but the material they were made with back then is not possible to use anymore. So obviously as a technology and the world and everything kind of like evolves, uh, we have gone with bamboo, which is what is accessible today. So, well, I love Gabriella Crespi. She's yeah. one of my favorites. So, She's kind of really been sort of rediscovered. I don't know if it's Demore that kind of boosted it, but um, yes. she's come back. So I think Gabriella Crespi is kind of like uh, the. She was bohemian before the expression was even invented, right? She is. Tr- she was truly Milanese. She lived here in uh, Milan. She had stores here in Milan and in Rome, and um, she was uh, designing for the Jet Set, for uh, the Royals, and um, she did more than 2,000 unique pieces uh, throughout her life. And we were fortunate enough last year, so in 2022, to introduce uh, a collection called uh, Bohemian 72, which is a rattan-based collection with beautiful upholstery that she designed actually for her terrace uh, here in uh, Milan. And it's got all these kind of soft shapes that we're seeing a lot everywhere. There's a real uh, soft curvilinear kind of feel to it. But but it's both, at, at one point, it's very laid back, it's very leisurely, and at the same time, it's super elegant and super elevated, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, this collection is a perfect example of this thing about bringing very elevated outdoor materials and the whole feeling of nature mm-hmm. into the indoor space as well. Because we're seeing as well that um, outdoor furniture is basically as good as indoor now, right? It's kind of the, the materials that people can develop that are durable and hardy. Um, you're able to do these kind of soft things that you could put in your lounge quite easily. <laughs> so the the, th- the thing is that today, today people have the same requirements for outdoor furniture as they have for the indoor space. And actually, and that has been catapulted through through COVID, right? We spent more time at home. We spent more time in nature. And uh, we are seeing the outdoor spaces bridging way more into the indoor spaces. And this is actually the idea around flexibility. We don't want to be tied down. We want to live freely and we want to move freely at home. We want to segue between in and out and be borderless and, 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 and free, right? And I think that's, that's what we're seeing is that you want to swing open the doors. You want to move in and out uh, and you don't want um, semi-nice pieces in your outdoor space because this is where you want to spend most of your time. We are quite fortunate when we come from the Nordic countries and from Denmark in particular, Copenhagen. We are quite fast in adapting new things and kind of like setting, setting. And we're seeing it in architecture, right? You see fixed structures where you include the outdoor space in apartments as part of your kind of like living space. It becomes quite part of the square meters. You build them so you can actually spend all year round out there with heaters on. And it's going to be, it's going to be something that lasts and sticks. And that's why it's, it's becoming a thing that you, it, it's just part of your home. And the fringing in here, and mm-hmm. no fringes have made a comeback. These lights are very, um, They're very fringe-tastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is actually the fringes. We see here it's a lamp, it's a lamp called Model 597. It was, it's, to de- at Salone, we're introducing a new design archive to Gubi, Gianfranco Frattini, a fantastic Italian designer. And he uh, designed the, these lamps for a restaurant here in Milan called St. Andrews back in 1961. And uh, afterwards they were put into production and we've been fortunate enough to work with the family of reintroducing these uh, here. They are very glamorous. I mean, there's also something 
people entertaining more at home since COVID too, and they do lend that kind of restaurant glamour. It, you're space. 100% right, and it's. A, I think they are joyful, and I think that's also what design is supposed to do. They're very functional, but they also bring a smile to your face, and they're joyful, and they are uh, also kind of like leisurely fitting into mm. any given space, right? They have character, but they also blend in quite nice. And there's also just this softness. Like, we've been talking about how people want You're to right. divide up their spaces with, like, drapes and curtains and soft yes. soft things. Yes. And um, and here you've kind of really got a soft light because it's, it's just sort of a glowing tangle of tassels, which... Um, it sort of adds to that kind of softening of everything. Yeah, I think when you enter this room, which is, we actually refer a little bit to this room as the 70s room. You have the 70s, right? We have the beautiful uh, Pasha collection by Pierre Poulain, who designed it back in the 70s, inspired by how it would be like to be sitting in the clouds, right? So the softness and the... He's a man that knew how to create a soft He, he wanted to I be mean, a sculpture. Yeah, yeah. And he became a designer and he did, did these all amazing things. But those are also soft shapes, right? And it, it's and what this also talks into is the idea of flexibility. So these can be moved around, they can be put together as a sofa, they can be used as lounge chairs. You have the Fratini, you have the Bill Curry, kind of like who also did design back in the space age, which is these rounded kind of like curves. Yeah. So so soft, organic uh, textiles, all of these things are blending in. How do you decide um, which archival pieces? come out you've just said that you've got this enormous kind of library from all these different designers uh, how do you make those decisions I think it's very much about one thing is I think as a brand you can have two approaches right either you can say this is uh, what we want to talk about and we need to find a way whereby people find what we want to talk about interesting or you can say this is what people find interesting and how do we become part of the conversation so for instance as speaking to our conversation Launching uh, the Pasha collection by Pierre Poulain, which is a 70s collection, we launched it in a boucle. It very much speaks to a post kind of like COVID feeling, right? It dates back to the 60s, uh, sorry, 70s, where you had, you know, women liberation, mini skirts. You have this, the same sense of kind of like wanting to be free. And, and it's kind of like the same thing that repeats. So it becomes time relevant. And I think as a brand, uh, you need to really think about what is it that's on the current again agenda. Uh, and then you can become part of the conversation. It makes you relevant. That's interesting about the boucle because we've just seen this just absolute love of tactility again and um, and sort of those sort of thick materials that you just want to touch and feel. Is that something that you're developing very much with all the, the fabrics you're choosing? Uh, definitely. We have, uh, we've been very big on boucle for quite some years now. And But what was what's what was quite the challenge and where we spent a lot of effort was actually to take the tactility with us into the outdoor space as well. And that's why we went in and started to, with partners, develop our own textiles. So a lot of the textiles you see here, they're actually made for Gooby. Uh, for the outdoor space because we wanted to make sure that it's a big part of experiencing a product, right? You touch it, we're sensoric human beings. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, um, yeah, so that's uh, super important. So that was Marie-Christine Schmidt talking about the Gooby installation. Lisa, coming to you, what did you notice this year about the kind of alfresco living aspect of Milan Design Week? 
Well, I mean, obviously, we're really lucky to be back in April when the weather is perfect and the wisteria is blooming. So even a place like Alcova, where they had all this young, innovative design in a former um, abattoir, which is a nice word for a slaughterhouse, looked amazing. And everybody felt just amazing to be outside. But, you know, the outdoor living trend is something we've been analyzing for years at WGSN and outdoor design and that idea of mobility of comfort in general were really confirmed as key trends in Milan. You know, the idea of bringing the outside in has been happening for such a long time, um, including a lot of the indoor trees we saw in visual merchandising in Milan this year. And um, it's really reaching new levels, that idea of bringing the indoors outside. So one of the installations I liked best was at the new Convey space. It was really straightforward. The new Italian brand, Very Simple Kitchen. They've designed powder-coated metal kitchen elements in great colors that can be used indoors or outdoors. So these kitchens look like sideboards, like an old piece of furniture, but look really new because of the color and the finish. And, you know, they're really pieces of furniture that you can cook and prepare food from, and they can be installed anywhere and everywhere. And I really think in the future that people will not just be using their kitchens as living spaces, but they're also going to want the ability to prepare food wherever they are. If that's outside or in the dining room itself, actually, that would be a great way to make dining rooms warmer and less formal and more interactive. But we're talking about outdoors right now. I think that that even um, extended to smaller product level, right? I know, um, I think uh, Tom Dixon, I saw at Bot Bocci kind of outdoor lights that were kind of solar powered that you could move around. Gemma, what did you notice in the kind of product category with indoor, outdoor? Well, everyone was doing something outdoor related, basically, at all levels of the market and all scales. I mean, from Armani Casa or Molteni entering the outdoor market, but also a lot of portable, decorative, versatile lighting and Euroluce. That's something we've been tracking for a while, indeed, this shift towards elevated outdoors, growing more refined, more interiors driven. The gorgeous passementry detailing with the fringes, like the outdoor seating at Gubi, for instance, these elegant textiles, braided fringe details that make it a little bit more playful, a little bit more elegant, but still totally weatherproof. And both at Salone and across town, so many times when I was actually complimenting a fabric, I was told that it was an outdoor one, which was quite fascinating, actually. The level of intricacy and refinement and tactility of it was amazing. Yeah, I think that's definitely something. I mean, we already heard Marie from Gooby talking about that, that people kind of want the same in their outdoor fabrics, really, from their indoor now. And they had a real, as you said, a focus on softness. There was even this beautiful zigzag textile, which was based on one of Gabriella Crespi's dresses that they developed. But I think if you think about also the Roche-Bobois stand at the Fair Gemma, like those sculptural Joanna Vasconcellos pieces that were just you'd want them in your house like there's no way they should just be relegated to the backyard they're like they're just so beautiful and, and incredible and this tactility and softness is something I know we've talked about and we've tracked a lot at WGSN what did you notice I think we're doing a specific report around this right Gemma yeah, indeed. There was so much focus on this tactility, softness, craftsmanship in textiles that we found the need to dedicate a whole report to pattern and textiles to underline how much importance they had. Linked to that, actually, something else that we're calling out and connects to that indoor-outdoor uh, reference is uh, curtain displays, curtain walls, drape rooms and divisions, which is also really simple but reusable way to style a space, to style a stand, as we've seen at Salone, and bring to it a bit of a delicate, poetic look and feel. 
And we're seeing it in the outside, indeed, as well. At Alcova, the space that Lisa mentioned, the gift shop was clad in these very tranquil blue textiles that were concealing the rough bricks of the abandoned building and making it really lightweight, very surreal, blending within the sky as well. Actually, can, uh, there's one other thing that I saw that really fits into that, which was Annabelle Karim Kassar, who's a, a Lebanese architect who'd done a pop-up, and she'd created it in lockdown, and she had like yellow, daisy yellow crochet on the walls, and she's developing that to be something that people can just attach themselves to the walls. They can have really softness enveloping them completely, which I know is just, you know, we've been tracking this for a while, right, Lisa? Yeah, soft walls are a thing. We've got that in our um, in our feed. It's a whole hashtag with us. And, you know, every year we talk about the trend for comfort. And this year we're seeing it become extreme comfort, like that human-sized um, plushful plush, dog bed that's gone viral and that we had in our cozy living trend curve. And one thing that I thought was interesting was seeing the chairs from Loewe. They were already very beautiful, you know, but hard wooden Welsh chairs, but they were covered in felted wool, in teddy bear-like materials and plush materials that made them look super soft and huggable. And you never think about a wooden chair as being huggable. So yeah, the desire for more comfort outdoors is something that we really have been seeing across all trade shows, from Milan to Maison et Objet and in the US shows as well. And who doesn't love a huggable chair, Lisa, not to mention comfort and softness in our interiors? That's it for part two in our four-parter reporting back from Milan. In part three, we'll be looking at conversations around sustainability and speaking to some of the design pioneers, including the duo behind former Phantasma. So tune in for more on Milan Design Week.